to the knock on KCLR and scoreline.ie's weekly rugby podcast. In this episode, I'm joined by Johnny Tobin from Tuller Rugby Club, Tom Croddy from Carl Rugby Club, and James Blanchfield from Kilkenny Rugby Club. We discuss a lot, including Tuller's 50th anniversary this year and their 100th anniversary in seven years' time. Hmm. Lack of numbers means a number of women's and youths' cup games didn't go ahead at the weekend. Tullo and Carlo have combined to become Rhino Rugby in under-14 and under-16 girls' grades. Women's rugby is getting more profile and women's sport is on the up as well. We discussed that. We discussed the start of the Leinster League soon. Are the teams ready for action? Players at clubs coming out of retirement to run out in the club colours again. And also players used to keep going into their 40s, but why doesn't it happen anymore? We discussed that. And of course, Carlo in the AIL. We reflect on the good old days. My band is back together. We managed to find James Flanchfield. He went missing on us last week. But he's here and the rest of the boys are here as well. How are you, gentlemen? How are you, Stephen? It's great um, to be back, lads. I, I, I had a week up in Scandinavia there working last week, so I can honestly say that uh, I missed you. <laughs> I tell you, your name was your ears must have been burning, James, because uh, you were you were talked about quite a lot last week as well. I, I, I was actually looking forward to having a chat with Tom there about that match. There was no match. <laughs> no what's rewind it, here, lads. Just move forward. Oh yeah, exactly. What? What? Yeah, we knew you were going Sorry. to get a ribbon, Tom, if you were on with the J twos, but um, uh, it turned out to be a cracker of a match, James. Anyway, apparently, yeah. Look, and I got the load on. I couldn't travel to it, but. I think, in fairness, both teams had reason. From what I hear, both teams had reasonably strong uh, teams out. They're pretty much more probably not the teams that we play if the game was played in October. But I think Tom yeah. was probably more so the resources available to us at the time. Um, well, I believe our own has just showed immense kind of character to come back and win it. Um, we we had a reasonably experienced team as well, like Joe Manuel was there and um, Wes Carter, two past first 15 captains. So it's good to have them in. But uh, look, at, I think, as we said the first week, is all we need is games, you know, certainty on games. If there was a Southeast League to be played, those, those sort of games we played every week at the moment, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, mm. And a couple of friendlies been organised between you all as well, lads. So what's the latest on those? We're heading to Kilkenny tomorrow night. Is is Thursday night? That's, that's the latest, <laughs> right? And um, yeah, we actually didn't know that. Night, I wasn't yeah. talking to Doc this week, so I didn't know that. Yeah, we're due to go down tomorrow night. Um, more of a session kind of thing where we split units, go backs forwards, do their thing, and then we come together at the end there for a twenty-minute hit. I think it is. It's not a match now, that. It's just more of a, a structured training session to get shape work done for teams going ahead. Like in eleven days' time, we're due to play the first league game, so. Um, we could do with a bit of structure and better numbers of training, I suppose, as well. It's, all, it's always good to have go to go to other clubs that have maybe 20 or 25 lads that you can go against, as opposed to going against your own 25 or 6 and having mm-hmm. 5 stand out, you know. So, yeah. be good now. Absolutely. you're not lumps off someone that's not your teammate as well, like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little bit easier, especially if you're going home with them, the cards a lot easier to have <laughs> off someone else. <laughs> <laughs> That's very, very true. Um, come here, it's Johnny Tobin's birthday today. Happy birthday, Johnny. Oh, yes. This is Wednesday when we're recording this, so uh, uh, yeah. whenever you're listening to it, happy birthday, Johnny. Um, and Johnny, as well as that, Tolo celebrating um, some birthdays and anniversaries and everything as well. Is it your 50th this year? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's 50 this year. 
And um, we're actually doing a match. I think it'll actually be in 2022, towards the end of the season, to commemorate it. And there's going to be a booklet and stuff done. John Brown is doing work on that. Um, but yeah, 50, 50 solid years. We have saying off air there, we've our 100th anniversary in seven years' time. So Hold I'm on now. Put it, Matt, it, it, it doesn't really work out. But uh, Explain we were founded that to me, in 1928 <laughs> and then refounded in 1971. So we went missing for a few years. But um, we're. <laughs> Well, uh, the maths side of things wouldn't be great in colour, you know. We skipped that section in school. But, uh, yeah, so big, big, big blue years ahead. So, 50th anniversary this year and seven years later, you're 100. Yeah, mad, isn't it? Yeah, no, that's, that's <laughs> we're like, pretty... We're like, we're like a dog. I always said there's a bit of a time warp in Tullard. Something, <laughs> something a bit strange on that one. It's a bit of a different spot. <laughs> look, it's actually interesting. Um, John Brown being involved in it as well. I was just chatting to him yesterday. His dad was a founding member of the club back in 1928. John actually still has his um, membership card from 1928. And then John was a re-founding member then in 1971. So um, nice to have some family members still involved. And of course, John's Mm. brother is our president at the moment. I should look at John. Even John is a character, like, you know. (laughs) Yes, man. (laughs) I remember remember one day, um, what was it? We were someone, I was when I came on the scene first and we were playing a match and I would have been with Green coming on playing seconds or something. He was refereeing it. I remember thinking it was lying on the wrong side of a rook, and I got absolutely opened by a fella. I think it might have been a box or a knee or a kick. I was there on the ground. I could hardly talk. And I thought, ref, for God's sake, did you see that? I did, he says, and you deserved it. (laughs) (laughs) Typical typical Brown. I remember. I remember. I'll never forget it. I did, he says, and you deserved it. You shouldn't have been there. Yeah, I remember when I start refereeing first. John says to me, "Now there's two things you need to do." He says, "You need to be clear on what you're doing." He says, "And you need to make the right calls at the right times for Tullo when you're refing Tullo." <laughs> <laughs> and that was the only advice I got. So, oh, he's a gas man, great character, absolutely great character. Um, yeah, well, what a connection to have as well to the club from from beyond and for for its second inception. Uh, more or less as well. Um, that's great. The best of luck, um, James or uh, Johnny, trying to explain your 100th anniversary in seven years um, in 2028. <laughs> um, yeah, it's going to be funny, but you look by then, so we probably forget about Blanche won't. I mean, Blanche fully writing this down now. Skip Johnny in seven years' time. <laughs> <You're right>. <laughs> <laughs> Putting a reminder in the phone. I won't, I won't forget it, Johnny. Uh, look oh, at her. It. it is what it is. Absolutely. Lads, what's happening on the field um, at the moment? Uh, we know that there's uh, bits of practice matches and all that that you're talking about. Um, the women's teams were due to be out at the weekend, but I think a lot of that fell through. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I think, think, yeah. Yeah, I think our women's team were supposed to be out as well. Is it the Paul Flood Cup? Um, yeah, that's I right. I don't think the game was played. Uh, the big milestone for us this week was that our minis were back. So uh, I was out there Sunday morning in the club. There was three groups starting at half nine to, I think, quarter to 11, from 11 until um, later in the morning, and then another group in. So I think there was probably the guts of about two or 300 kids out there Sunday morning. Uh, look, at, it's great to see it back, and coaches enthusiastic and parents enthusiastic, and uh, that's a that's a big plus now to have to have them back and the youth teams are back in training as well full swing obviously numbers are still a little bit low but i think there was a tranche of games on our side called off the weekend on on, on youths as well so hopefully this week now we can see a pickup i'm seeing some activity there in the coaches group at the moment as well about games people contacting clubs so um 
That'll be good to get that back up and running. Yeah, any reason for that, James? Just numbers. I don't particularly know. I'd say numbers are still low and you know, there were more or less friendly games as well rather than Southeast games. Tom or Johnny might be yeah, no, those, we had, uh, I run the, the 18 Southeast competition and we had one game played out of the what about five games. Well, wow. it was only one game played, the rest were all either it was just funny, like conceded by one team or conceded by the other team. And uh, I think I've won already conceded for next for this weekend. That's mm-hmm. just a lot of it's the end of football, you know, like football did come back because it's probably just a little bit early this year, just strange. But given like the, I, I give another week or two and you'll have um, you'll have a lot of the kids back, the younger age groups will should be back, should be back. Like we have our minis back, they're back this weekend, and um, we have have to give them a mention. We've done a collaboration with our friends in Tullock. Uh, we've the girls have combined. We kind of made an agreement for a three-year plan. Um, there's now the it's now the girls rhino rugby, and we have four. Last year we had just the fourteens joined. This year we have fourteens and sixteens. And hopefully, please God, next year we'll have 14, 16s, and 18s. Uh, That's great. Just like, you know, like, it's just, look, rugby's only taken, the girls' rugby's only taken off in the county. We're kind of behind other other clubs. So it's a matter of we're also a small county and you're fighting with everyone else. So just trying to get a, a group of girls together that will play. So if it takes off, either if enough come into it, we'll probably go back to individual clubs if not we'll just have to look look at going forward as as uh, as one one club together but mm-hmm. uh it was great we got really good support from Tolo. i mentioned it in my own club originally and uh it was 100 percent behind it so um i have to say if there's any people out there have daughters or anybody interested in playing we have as i say there's there's 14 16s and Tolo actually have 18s on their own so i promote them the girls if anyone has a kid under eight between 16 and 18, um, Tullow have a team there this year, but hopefully we'll have a combined next year. Yeah, that's good. Great collaboration, Johnny, isn't it? Great to get the yeah, two local it, teams working together. It's great to have that link with clubs, like, you know, that you can work on it and everyone can come to the realisation that, listen, we're struggling on our own, come together and make a good team. We done it about, I think, six or seven years ago, Tom, originally, with the 19s boys, when the 19s boys were around. That's right, with Blackstairs. Yeah, Blackstairs. Blackstairs, I yeah, Black like, Yeah, and when, when did this purchase then they went back to their senior teams? But it kept twenty kids playing rugby. Yeah. You know, whereas if we didn't have teams, one or two of them might went to Kilkenny, another one or two of them might went to Wexford or Gorey, and the rest might have said, ah, feck, I go play football or I go here or I go there. So it kept 20, 25 lads interested and it's brilliant for the girls. Um it's a great thing. So hopefully the three years are, are successful and it drives into a senior that Harlequin, team for both that Harlequin's clubs. team actually won division one league. Yeah. With Gordon Rowe and um, and, La- and Larry, yeah, Larry, and Larry, Larry as well, yeah, women's rugby or women's sport in general, as I think, is on a bit of a crest of a wave at the moment, too. Like, mm. I mean, you look at the women's football the weekend, the camogie has been brilliant, the women's football was brilliant, women's rugby is starting to pick up traction. Adam Griggs named the squad again today. Like I think more young girls are going to be coming out playing sport as well, and it's it's, it's a matter of getting rugby at the forefront of that locally too. Is is, is can only can only help with it. Absolutely, yeah, sure, yeah. and and the, the Leinster games being televised as well, the women's mm. games, just the profile will go to the roof. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. 
even Leona Maguire there playing golf in the Solheim yeah, Cup as well. And like, yes, yeah, huge. I think this is a year where women's sport is nearly outstripping men's sport. To be honest with you, you know the football was the football was incredible. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely, and Katie Harrington and everything else as well. Yeah. Um, or Kelly Harrington, Jesus. Katie. Yeah, I was wondering where you're going. There are hybrid yeah. there, over two best yeah. boxes. Yeah. Katie, Katie, Katie Taylor, Taylor and Kelly Harrington already. Well. <laughs> yeah. I know, okay, I was talking about Katie Taylor. So I had an argument with someone earlier that said she was a dope. She's very, very much a Wicklow man. Yeah, Wicklow woman, God, jeez, lads. A Wicklow fighter. Uh, actually, just another part on our side, actually, just to take a step back. And I was like, we're nearly ready to open our new dressing rooms as well. Oh, great stuff. So there's been a yeah, huge amount of work down there. Part, yeah, a huge amount of work done. Um, it's been on the cards for years and years and years, but in fairness, the last club president, Parry Tracy, Dave Matthews, our current president, and a few others, including Michael Donovan, they just took it by, they took the bull by the horns there about 18 months ago, and we had the funding allocated, we had everything ready to go, but for whatever reason, it just never got off. It's there now, like, the, I, I walked it on Sunday morning, uh, the, 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 the the tiling is done the showers are going in at the moment it's all electrically wired um, ready to rock so I'd say as soon as we're allowed to use dressing rooms it's going to be there and there's also a new gym has been built as well so a local um, fitness company James Friendly Fitness has taken that off us for a few years um, he's doing a deal for the club then that he'll do two fitness classes a week for club members out in the club as well so that's kind of how would they say part of the agreement, and any funds raised out of those classes go back into the club as well. So, um, there's a gym, two new, two new massive dressing rooms, a shower block, a physios room, and a referees room. So that's going to be progress on our side. We're looking forward to get that open because I think our own dressing rooms for the last few years they've been a little bit of an embarrassment. Like for a club of our size, we the only club in Kilkenny that were filthy, they were dirty, they were tatty, falling down. So uh, there's a, a little bit more progress in the in the right direction. The showers are nearly better than the ice baths. That's, that's that a fact. Cold, huh? That was a fact. It's hard to get good plumbers, like. Tell you. No. <laughs> Isn't it, Tom? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Not hard to get good beer. I'll, I'll tell Justin that he'd be grand. <laughs> Our showers are not working at the moment either, so maybe uh, Justin, yeah, if he's yeah, listening yeah. to this, a big hint. I'll tell you, are. Doing a call out for plumbers, lads. <laughs> yeah. If you're listening to the show. Um, yeah, so that's the story. Um, Tom, what's the story up in I, I ran up by them the pitch the other day. I run out that direction, Oak Park and that, and you were talking about a week or two ago, but the pitch, the main pitch and that is looking savage at the Unreal. moment. Yeah. Yeah, no, we've had um the rest has just been great. And as I said before, lads have come out and fertilized it. Uh, started off with a, a couple of the farmers were cutting it, and then we got in. Um, uh, Broderick's are coming in now and doing it uh, a couple of times a month, so it's absolutely fantastic. And now it hasn't, I haven't seen it as good now in years, even like our middle pitch, which was uh, the green was actually just weeds, so it's, it's now it's now has a, a good skim of grass on it for the first time. So it's to try and avoid um. The lads on their train not to be trained in the same places they normally do, trying to get people out of the out of their this side like, and move to that side and you like sheep that and paddocks. Problem. <laughs> you know, they're like sheep, they just keep coming yeah. back to the same spot. Mm-hmm. You kind of go lads, you kind of go over. Yeah, but honestly, you can do, you know, do little paddocks for them. 
I'm glad other clubs are having that issue as well. Yeah, oh, yeah, like yeah. Yeah. See them, yeah. they, they do a rooking drill in one area of the 22, and next thing they're doing lineups in the same area of the 22. Next thing yeah. they're doing a tackle drill in the exact same area again. It's like the middle <laughs> third is not used, like, you know. <laughs> My goal for this summer or this winter is going to wreck this corner, and that's it. After, or, or, or they are learning to play in the mud, though. <laughs> we need him to. We need him to try and play on dry ground now, because we might have to go play in Tullow, You know, and that that lovely <laughs> that lovely carpet over there. <laughs> Just you come out cleaner than you went in. <laughs> we're, we're, we're bringing we're bringing to the muck. Then it's the only other way. <laughs> uh, Johnny's after putting a, a course of fertilizer on that four G pitch, so it's in good old Nick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, a good load of ten, ten, twenty across it there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a few bags gone missing. It's lads. Where did that stuff go? Oh no. Yeah. My father so, works in the grain store in Tullow as well, so I get it on the cheap. There you are now, it's the good stuff. That's it. Yeah, so yeah, we're in a bit of a sort of a lull at the moment, sort of waiting for the season to take off. Um, you're saying what, 10 days out from another week and a bit from the Leinster League? Yeah, 11 days, yeah. So Sunday, well, Sunday yeah. two weeks. 19, we're, we're due to play Mullingar anyway. Um, who um yes with Carlo and Kenny I think are both out that weekend as well. I think Kenny. Yeah, I, just it up. I think it's I think yeah. it's Monkstown at home for us. I'm actually yeah. just checking it up. Yeah. So all it's building moments. towards that. But it, look, the break might do you a bit of a. It might be a blessing in disguise either as well. I know I was giving out after the Colm O'Shea Cup and then the South East. But the harsh reality of it is for us anyway. We just don't have players to play games mm-hmm. at the minute. And another week or two, we will have more players back for the Mullingar game. So. That's the harsh reality of it. Like we we had 17, 18 guys come back to training now last week. Um we need 17 or 18 guys and the rest for the next two weeks, you know. So we still yeah. need more games, Johnny. Like, I mean, as we No, I guess yeah, no, I get that completely. No, we need more like, games for the first time. You never you never just play one game and go straight into a league. That's yeah. never happened. Like so the Colin Moshe Cup was great, but it's knockout. If you're gone for some clubs, that's it before the Leinster League kicks off. Yeah, yeah. Southeast, it would be nice to have the southeast there, Absolutely. but just for us, especially, I don't know. The harsh yeah. reality is, we would have given walkovers, we would just wouldn't have, we wouldn't have had teams like we got lads injured or something, we'd be in bother, you know. Yeah, well, I, just, I would say, I would say next year, the, the area leagues, well, everything going well, the area leagues will come back because mm. you know, first of all, it's like this is too early to be trying to get lads back after you know, to after summer, and it's mm. been as I say, the first sport was football or hurling's it was the first sport that was up and running mm. and lads are just playing it so but they got to jump on it see they got the yeah. jump they were the first yeah. ones back yeah, you know? yeah. like if, yeah. if the restrictions had a lifted around this time we would be having to jump on them yeah absolutely it's, it's the ruby season you know so look fair is fair and they got the ruby the green but um we are where we are we generally wouldn't have lads back um until september october anyway so we're there, yeah. we're, but we would have more playing at the minute because now lads are just going back to football to get fit. Lads who didn't like Willie Cannibal went and played football there last year because it was back because Ruby wasn't back. So, you know, that kind of way lads were going back. William hadn't played football in four or five years, do you know? Yeah, so we're just going back, back to the fever, get active, and, back playing. you know. So, look, it is what it is. We are where we are. Um, youth games, like we, we were saying earlier. We had a load of youth games due to play last weekend. Not one of them went ahead. Yeah. The women's games due to play. And for the from the plus side of that is we didn't actually call off the game. It was other teams that you couldn't feel. So we're, we're not too bad at youth level. It's just senior level we're kind of struggling at the minute, you know. So yeah. hopefully it takes a bounce and gets out of there. 
And I know the Ruby lads are praying for the Cox and Tuller to get back in the championship early. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Cox, my brother plays for Tuller. So sorry, James. <laughs> you know, I'm just looking at our own fixtures here. So I think our under 18 A's and B, our under 18 B's are out this Saturday. Uh, first and seconds are at home as well. I don't know. Or did, I, I'm not sure what that's in. And under 16 girls and 14 B's are out as well. So hopefully, mm-hmm. hopefully we can get all a, a full complement of them out on the pitch now. And, yeah, all the yeah. Youths, all the youths are out. All youths are out this weekend. So it is. Hopefully, games go ahead for them, though. You know. Yeah, well, like we played last. The eighteens played last. They got a team together and played. So that's that's all we wanted. We got a got a home game. Our eighteens so, done an internal game. So yeah, yeah. But the, still, like it's it's exactly what we we're saying earlier. It's not the same hopping off your own friend as hopping off a lad from another club. You know. <laughs> so yeah. Um, Johnny, tell me this: what's on the cards for later? Where are you going? Where where are they bringing you? It's a bit frozen looking there at the moment. Jesus. For anyone that's watching it on the stream, he's just uh, he looks like a man contemplating. Uh, I'd say he's, he's connected. His internet is gone. We'll get him to answer it in a second. Johnny, if you can hear us, you're frozen. Um, Johnny's celebrating the birthday. I don't know what age oh, he is. It's back. Oh, there he is. He's on the way back. This is live. I don't know what's uh, going on here at all. <laughs> You're in the dark now, anyway, Johnny. A lot of oh, I don't know what's going on. Hold on. He's going into a time warp when you go to Tolo. <laughs> yeah. See that? See that thing was going around again. Things are gone mad, Things are gone mad here. <laughs> so, so we asked you about your birthday plans, and now you're in the dark. So I'll take that as the answer. You don't know. <laughs> my, my, my birthday. I don't know what's going on here with my camera. My birthday plans are simple. Go get some dinner and then get some cake. <laughs> Johnny, a young fella like you. Why aren't you still playing rugby? Yes, that's the that's the million dollar question, James. I, give, I, I played I give against you a few truth, years right? ago, and you must have only been in your mid twenties. But you were like a you you were like an owl lad of about eighty going around the pitch. I, that's <laughs> the exact answer, James. I have two bad hips, and I'm just no good at it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually kind of played going back this year. To be honest with you, I did um, myself. To be honest um, with you, I played a game an over twenty fives versus under 25s game there about four weeks ago and I went out in the gear and had all the gear in the car and was saying to my wife this is it now and going back and uh, I went on the boys brought me on at half time and I thought it was a right lad and I hit the first ruck and I put in a carry and made the second ruck and did a bit of line out stuff Jesus I'd say about two minutes five minutes later I was gassed and they were looking at me on the line and I was looking at them kind of they were telling me no stay where you are so I got a play about 35 minutes of that. I got in the car on the way home and I was half tempted to throw the boots off the bridge going into Thomastown there and throw them into the river. So any sure. ambitions ambition that had, had harbored a playing rugby this year or well and truly left the Foomstown there three weeks, four weeks ago. Yeah, I came back I came back in 2019. They were stuck in Kildara to play a seconds game. My younger brother actually rang me, ironically enough. And uh, I said I'd go. I was only have to come back from honeymoon. I was gone away for three weeks. And I went and I said, Burnsy, don't put me on unless you're really, really stuck. But just 10 minutes into the game, probably hindered Johnny had to come in. Oh, mother of God. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't right. I wasn't right for a week. But it is something that I noticed, like, from going to watch games. Like, I remember years ago, Tom, you probably remember, fellas played, like, they played into their 40s and they, you know, they could play seconds and some lads could go on and play first even to that level. That seems to be gone out with the game as well, like the, the, the longevity that was there in careers, like and lads staying playing. But well, we played, I played over 35s a couple of years back. We had, we had great, absolute great crack. It was actually a league started up and um, yeah. 
we played, we had, I think we won a couple of lads in total. We got them playing as well. Uh, came and played the odd game with us. Well, we started off, we played the Limerick Leprechauns, which was a charity site, and they had lads playing well into their 50s. And they had lads there where we weren't allowed to touch. But um, I remember we got to the final of the league. We played Greystones in the final, and their number eight was 55. And he was ripped at 55. He was <laughs> bursting. He was bursting us out. Yeah, because so it was like it was great crack, but it's something actually that's um it's kind of missed that that like when mm. you were when we were growing up playing rugby, so you got you came up and you played seconds, like they were full scrums, so you played thirds first, and then yeah. you were up against some fecker from Kilkenny who'd been you know nearly forty something years of age and has been props out, but you know and. Uh, who came down? We had Fergus played against Fergus Lattery. Suddenly arrived down from Black Rock and nearly was gone. I know who's that. Hey, where do I recognise this guy? Anyway, Willie Duggan. I'd say I have lovely marks across my back. Probably still there from his, from him, and in turn. You're showing your vintage now, aren't you? He was <laughs> vintage. I, I was young. I was young. <laughs> I, have, I, I reckon I had internal bleeding from the hits that he was putting in, and he was nearly <laughs> twice my age. So, yeah, but I think it, he it played until 1989 <laughs> Oh, for God's Jesus sake. Christ. Wow. Wow, yeah. wow, wow, wow. Tim, he's joining the elite of the, the Jerry Gardens of this world and Charlie O'Malley, Lord of Mercy. And, <laughs> and then he goes up Charlie and plays for, the, plays for the Parliament team there, the international all boys, himself and Paddy Brown. What yeah. Ruby has played now, I'd say, is magical. Um, but the crack is 90. <laughs> they, play with, they play with pink shorts. They're not allowed to be touched. The lads are not allowed to touch them, yeah. We're... <laughs> Actually, before COVID, we were planning to go in all these tournament there last year. A few of the, a few of the, how would I say, the fairy tale players at Kilkenny who still think they can, uh, they can, they can mix it. My brother being one of them, they were, oh, they were going out trying to argue. I think COVID put the nail in the coffin on that, but I think hopefully now they'll, they'll get something going for, for, for maybe, maybe next summer. But you spoke about the over thirty fives, Tom. I think the last time we put out an over thirty fives team. Pat Holden and Simon Manuel were both playing in it. Um, <laughs> yes. You know, there was, uh, I, I think when I, if I sat back and counted it, I'd say every position had a Towns Cup winner on it, you know. Wow. But, you know, it was, it, it, oh, I, you're, I you're really talking about the other players. <laughs> e, e clubs with all your Towns Cups, you know. Yeah. I know, yeah, Johnny, yeah. Johnny, you would have been the other one out, but in fairness, you have one now. You're amongst the royalty. Telling the lads, when I get the flag and oh, we have this, we have that. I say, what? What have you won in the last five years? I said, we've won. <laughs> no, we've won the counts. We've the present one. Many of these me must have twelve. Have you? I don't know how many. I think it is. Yeah, it's around that and two senior cups as well. Mm. Got to stick that one in. <laughs> mm. good, and, good then, and, then, and then we're broke. <laughs> <laughs> and you're still paying for them. <laughs> yeah. Those those are very expensive senior cups. Right? Willie Brennan moved to Kilkenny, Tom, that's all. Yeah, he ran out. <laughs> yeah. Tom came up and Willie ran out. <laughs> uh, he's living up there in John's Well now or somewhere like that. 
Oh, oh Lord. Lord. the post Ferris from Carol to come for Kenny. Yeah, those it's kind of a blur, a blur in my life that I don't really remember a lot. <laughs> but there were great times as well, Tom. Like I remember going up yeah. there, I think he you were playing a young monster in your first geez, I can't remember, was it your first um, division one game? I think you beat young That's monster right. at home in Oak yeah. Park, wasn't it? Yeah, we did. I remember it was up at that game, like geez, that was uh, and the crowd, I never forget the crowd, like there were three and four deep around the pitch. It was it was incredible, like yeah, yeah it was huge. And who else came down? We had Dennis Hickey came. They were, uh, it was Mary's he played with. They came down, and uh, I think we named you, but Ivan Tucker ended up playing. The jeweler ended up playing on the wing. Jesus. And, uh, <laughs> Mark and Dennis Hickey. Great times. <laughs> oh, yeah, fant- absolutely. Absolutely. If only we could afford them now. <laughs> yeah. The last day, kind of that, as you opened the first day, Tom, his professional rugby has ruined junior rugby, you know. Yeah, well, I just spoke to two lads tonight. I was talking to Martin Dunphy and uh, John Alexander, like John called into Martin, and uh, they both played together and won a Towns Cup together. But they both said, like, it's just, it just seems to have died to death. They're just the mm. money has, money has killed just, the sport. You just mentioned one of the best back rows that I ever saw playing junior rugby in Martin, like, he was incredible. Oh, the hardest, absolute just, hardest nails. Just a tough man, like, and tell, how is he? Is he on the mend? Yeah, or? he's good for great farm. Yeah, no, he's in good farm. Good farm, thank God. Good stuff. He's, he's uh, recovering well. Good. Recovering well. Mad still watching rugby all the time and keeps asking about everybody and, you know, so. Yeah, I know, he's, 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 he, he, he's one of the, he's one of the good guys, you know. I know, I know him from years. He used to work with yeah. us at home and uh, he's one of, one of the funniest men I've ever met, like, you know, he's, he, he had a, a great attitude, has a great attitude tonight, yeah. you know, he was always... Absolutely. You know. Yeah. Um, Tom, before we wrap up, how'd you just get on jumping out of airplanes last week? Second kill Kenny weather, that's what happened to us. Gone. We were, were left beautiful sunshine and cloudless Carlo and drove into Kilkenny and down came the clouds on top of us. So we so all... We had, so instead of Jumping off a plane, we jumped into a bar. I thought there was a lot of ruptures in Kilkenny on the weekend. I was there myself. That wasn't in Kilkenny. We came back. The lads, oh. Some of the lads were contemplating. They were asking I, I, about I, I was in Kilkenny on the weekend. There was an awful lot of um, on Garda Shea Corner present. I thought, yes, there must be lads down from Carlock. There wouldn't be the two lads to be after. No, there was young lads asking about could, was, would Langton's be opening? That was a half 11 on Saturday morning. And I said, yeah, well, good luck, lads. Is that? Uh, well, I, I, I tell you where I was. You watched James's facial reaction. I was in a bar called The Field on Saturday for the day, and I never left it. <laughs> not, not for a second. Jesus. Yeah. Great crack from there, James. Oh, yeah, right spot. Great crack. <laughs> right spot. <laughs> Could be done for a few liable comments there, so. <laughs> um, and what, no. That's it. What's the story, Tom? Is the rain check now and that and go again, or what happens? Yeah, no, we have to, we were looking at, we probably won't get a chance to all jump together, so um, between now and kind of October, we'll try and get it, try and get a jump in. We'll, that's the one problem with it, it's, to, it's so reliant on weather. Absolutely, yeah. You know, as your man said to me, like he's, it's grand. We can get up over the clouds, and then she said, uh, "We don't want anyone to land in Kilkenny Castle, like you know." Maybe some people. I'd pay saw, money to see you land in Kilkenny to... Castle. <laughs> James Bond. Yeah. <laughs> God, I pay money. Glass of champagne in hand, ready to go. <laughs> in a little pair of speedos. <laughs> 
That's <laughs> <laughs> don't don't kill the crowd altogether, Danny. Just loads of grass in Kilkenny Castle, you'd be grand. <laughs> Soft landing. I'll wave yeah. at you out the window here. I'm looking out the window at the castle now. <laughs> oh, that's it. I'll probably wrap it up there, lads, uh, for the week. Um, we're getting close to back to a return to the Leinster League anyway. And uh, of course, provincial rugby and everything starting up in the next couple of weeks. But uh, great to chat to you all as always. And uh, yeah, it's going to get busier from here on in, so uh, plenty to look forward to as well. Thanks to James Blanchfield, Kenny Rugby Club, Tom Crotty, the president of Cardo Rugby Club, and Johnny Tobin from Tullow. Lads, thanks a million. Enjoy your cake, Johnny. That's it from the Knock on Rugby podcast here on scoreline.ie. Don't forget to visit the site for more on rugby. And of course, if you're into a GAA, we've got the Clash Act, all things MMA, and lots more. Talk to you soon.